mamas, has the May 1st panic set in? Does thinking about bathing suit season terrify you? If you said yes to either one of those questions, we are right there with you. So many things change during pregnancy, hormone changes, body changes, weight changes, and so on and so on. And we're ready to get real raw and transparent with you about the relationship we have with our body after having a baby and how the Lord is changing the posture of our heart. If you're ready to not feel so alone, this is an episode just for you. Let's dive in. Sisterhood Podcast. We are your hosts, Maddie and Kate, and we are here to chat about all things motherhood, faith-infused entrepreneurship, and lots of real life. We want you to leave feeling loved, encouraged, and a whole bunch of excitement for where the Lord has you right in this moment. We are so glad you are here. So grab your coffee, matcha, tea, whatever makes you happy, and let's hang out and indulge in some joyful conversations. What is up, friends? Welcome back to the podcast. Maddie and Caitlin here, and we are so excited for you to listen today. We have a really fun, interesting, kind of mixed emotions type of topic today, being mamas, and it's going to be really fun to talk about, and we just want you to leave encouraged. So before we jump in, Maddie, how are you doing today? I'm good. Um, Keegan slept through the night last <gasps> night. Shut up. <laughs> Miracles yeah. do <laughs> happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Finally, this is actually the second night in like the last week he slept through the night. He <gasps> slept from like 8.30 until 6 this morning and then went right back down until <sighs> like 8 o'clock this morning. I literally woke up and I was like, what do I do with myself? Oh my gosh. I'm so freaking <laughs> proud. And y'all, it, it only took almost a year, but it's fine. <laughs> y'all, don't, y'all probably don't know this, but Maddie hasn't had like a full night's sleep. No. She's probably, she can probably count on one hand how many full night's sleep she's had since like last March or yeah, something like pre- that. Yeah, like right before pregnancy <laughs> got hard. Yeah. Um, but, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. good. I don't, I'm like in a really good mood today um that's good yeah and becca sleeps through the night every night yeah he does (laughs) he's been sleeping through the night since he was like three months old we had had a slight regression at five months where he would wake up like randomly at like 4 a.m for Mm. like two or three weeks but other than that yeah he's been sleeping (sighs) but i'm just in good mood i've been eating really healthy the last like week or so, so I feel like my body, like I feel really energized and stuff. So good, yeah, good. good. Oh, I'm, God. I'm ready though. Are Me you too. ready to talk about this? I am ready. <laughs> so, um, if you heard in the intro, we're gonna talk about our bodies today. What they, what how we viewed them before um, pregnancy was even on our minds. How we viewed them during pregnancy, and then how we viewed them um, now after baby or after birthing a baby and after carrying a baby for nine months and what that looks like postpartum. And so it's just going to be a good conversation where we get really transparent with you. Yeah. It's going to be really fun. So we are going to jump in. Are you ready? Okay, let's go. (laughs) Um, so as far as before pregnancy body Mm -hmm. image, um, Mm -hmm. I think I've actually talked about this on a previous podcast. Um, just like, it's part of my story, but I know me and Maddie have like similar stories, but not really like they're kind of different. And so like when I was younger, I honestly, I mean, I didn't have a terrible body image. Um, I was 
pretty like stick skinny. Like I had 0% body fat. I remember when I was in middle school one time, we did like the BMI test and mine was like, they were like, oh, it should be around like 12%. And mine was like nine. And I was so embarrassed because I was like, oh my God, I'm a skeleton. (laughs) But um, it's just like how my body is. I'm built like my dad's side of the family. And so um, anyways, so for most of my life, I had a decent body image, except um, I got comments often like I should eat a cheeseburger and I needed basically like people saying like I needed to gain weight. And like, I never thought that about myself, but I was just like, why are people so mean? And so because of that, it made me self-conscious of my body. And I was, I can tell you like from the moment that people started saying things like that to me, like I was never comfortable in a bathing suit. And that's insane because you would think like, oh, the girl who is like smaller size zero, like, oh, she's got to be confident. Mm -hmm. No, definitely not. Mm -hmm. And so anyways, growing up, that's what I always heard. And then when I went to college, I put on the (laughs) freshman, not just the freshman 15, like the freshman 30. (laughs) And it was a huge, like, It was hard for my mental health because I remember I started obviously in August. And then I remember like one day in like March, I like looked in the mirror and I was like, who am I? Like, I just felt like a different person. And I was like, okay, I feel like I'm like, like, I just don't like myself in the mirror. And I remember battling really hard with like my body image when I got to college because me and my husband are foodies. And when we went to college, we ate all the time. That's all we did. That was our dates. That was like, Mm -hmm. that's what we did for fun together. We ate. Um, Mm -hmm. and so anyways, I had like major body changes in college and I worked through those pretty well. And I would say like, um, I had like the the hips and the love handles and all of those kind of changes in college. So not just like when I got pregnant. And so I had already kind of worked through all of those things. And um, I was pretty confident in my body after like a year or so of really like mentally working through that. But mm-hmm. so for the last like few years before getting pregnant, I was really confident in my body. But then mm-hmm. um, getting pregnant obviously changed things. But I'm going to let Maddie... I want you to share a little bit about yours, like before pregnancy. So I was like Caitlin and I was always the small girl. I'm also, I say this proudly, I'm five foot. (laughs) A five (laughs) foot. Yeah. A whole five feet. And I didn't hit like five feet until like in my twenties. So (laughs) that's, that's a moment for me. So I'm five feet tall. So I am shorter, but I've always been like the smallest one in my friend group, um, people are always like, you're so tiny. Like, oh my gosh, I got that comment all the time. You are so tiny. Like, oh my, I just want to squeeze you. You're so tiny. Like (laughs) all the time. And my whole life, I really never struggled with body image until like any girl, when you start to go through like puberty or you are just more aware of your body and you're like, oh, well, like (laughs) that doesn't look or I don't love that. Or that's yeah. probably like middle school, you know, those terrible years when they hit and you're like, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Um, so that's probably when I started really being self-conscious. But I always had this like thought in my head of like, why do I feel this way? Because everyone's telling me I'm the smallest, but like, I don't love a lot of the things that I see without clothes on in front of a mirror. And so for the longest time, like middle school through college, I really struggled with this, like 
I am supposed to have this identity as the smallest girl or like this tiny girl. And so if I looked in the mirror and I saw like, oh my goodness, like I can't see all my ab lines. Like I would literally like the stuff I would do, it's toxic and we can talk about it on another episode one day. It's just, I had this terrible relationship with my body um, where I never felt like it was good enough, even though everyone always told me like, you look so awesome. Or like people be like, I just wish I looked like you and like all this stuff. And I'm like, but no, I, I don't feel that way. And so I always felt like it was never good enough. And I always just felt like I needed to do something to make it better. Yeah. Um, I was never satisfied with how I looked, especially like when I went to college. Like I remember just it was like a really unhealthy relationship I had with my body. And I did things to like try to manipulate it to make it look how I wanted, how Instagram would take it in the best way and like just all these things and knowing now like I look back at pictures and I laugh at that because I'm like I was freaking tiny like what Mm -hmm. am I talking about I like look at it and I'm like Maddie shut up like what and in those photos I look at and I remember even taking that photo and being like ew I look fat like I'm not posting that ew and seeing it now I just like that's hilarious but yeah it was a lot easier to you know if I wanted to lose a few pounds, I could lose a few pounds. Or if I, I mean, if I wanted to eat that bowl of pasta, I mean, I knew I could go run the next day and get it off. But yeah. now <laughs> being pregnant and like our body is changing, you're, you're getting older, you know, all the things changing. It's not as easy to do that. So, um, yeah, I mean, for my whole life, pretty much middle into middle school through college, I just had this very never satisfied feeling with my body. So wow. but then um I got pregnant. Uh not in college. I like <laughs> <laughs> this is a recent thing. I got uh when I got pregnant, I I don't know. I was I remember the thought going through my head of like, okay, I might hit a number on the scale that like is gonna be terrifying. Um because pretty much I've weighed this same mm, probably since like junior year of high school till before I got pregnant. I mean, I pretty much weighed within the same five to eight pounds. And so when I got pregnant, I was like, okay, well, I know I'm going to get more than five to eight pounds. So like, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Um, so going off of that, I kind of know the answer to this question because I walked with you through it, but I want you to answer it for other people. Mm -hmm. So when you got pregnant, was Mm -hmm. the scale really important to you? Okay. So, (laughs) Let me talk about the first part of that question. I used to like weigh myself often. Um, it was toxic. Like I always would, the number meant so much to me. And I know that it shouldn't because I was working out before pregnancy and like we were doing CrossFit before pregnancy and like muscle weighs more than fat. And I knew that in my head, but like I didn't care. Like that number needed yeah. to be smaller than or if I'm like working out, like that number needs to be going down, not up. And so when I got pregnant at first, I mean, we both were very sick. So like we actually lost weight in pregnancy and that was really like concerning. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, okay, well that's not supposed to be a thing. Like we're not supposed to be losing so much weight. But then when I started gaining the weight, okay. So 
I remember being at one of my doctor's appointments. This is kind of towards the end, but I remember being like, okay, if I hit, I'm going to be very transparent. I said, if I hit 150, like I'm going to freak out. And I don't say that to say like, if you're 150 pounds, like that's bad. But for me, five feet tall. Just to preface, I weighed 153 pounds before getting yeah. pregnant. So don't let that like scare you. Right. She is five foot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm five, five and a half. So yeah. like yeah, 150 is normal. Right. And so 150 in my eyes, like I've never been close to that. And so, and that's also not a very healthy weight for a five foot girl. And so when I, in my head, I was like, oh my gosh, if I hit 150, I'm literally, I, it's going to be terrible for me. Like it's going to be bad for my headspace. And I remember, um, I stopped weighing or I stopped weighing myself here. Like we put the scale away at our house and then every doctor's appointment you go to, you know, you get weighed. And I remember asking the nurse, I was like, can I get weighed backwards? Because I don't want to see this number anymore. And I know you can go look on like your, my chart behind the scenes if you want and like see how much you weigh, but I never let myself do it. And when I realized that like just me not even seeing the number, how much healthier it was for me because like, I mean, I didn't know how much I weighed. I just focused and I put my focus and energy towards like what I'm fueling my body with instead of being like, oh my gosh, if I hit 150 pounds, like I'm not going to be okay. Right. You know? Yeah. That's, I remember like walking through that with you and I remember you being like, oh my gosh, like so obsessed with yeah. like the number on the, the scale. Number. And I would yeah. be like, Maddie, like you, you're going to gain weight. You're growing <laughs> yeah. a human. Like it's not even your weight. It's like the baby's weight, but like it yeah. really is hard. And I remember, like she said, like yeah. we were both really sick and I think I lost 12 pounds before yeah. I gained a single pound. And I didn't really gain that much. I mean, mm. total with like the lost weight. Yeah. I didn't gain that much during pregnancy because honestly I craved fruit mm. and things like that. But yeah. Um, like for me, as far as that goes, like it wasn't necessarily like the weight that bothered me. I knew mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to gain weight. Like I've gained weight before. And I think that's where it's like different is Maddie's never ga- gained like a ton of weight at one time versus like, when, like I said, when I went to college, the weight gain happened and I've mm-hmm. been through it and I've like worked through it. And so for me, it was like, okay, well, I'm going to gain weight. It's not that big of a deal. What I'm more concerned about is, okay, am I going to get stretch marks? Like, what is my skin going to look like? Like, what am I actually going to look like physically pregnant? Because I was like, I don't want to look like, like, you know, like everyone says, oh, well, you could just gain it in the belly or like you yeah. might gain it everywhere. And like you hear it's different for everyone. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to gain it everywhere. Like, yeah, I want to only gain like the belly. And so yeah. anyways, for me, it was more like in the mirror, like, what do I look like? And mm-hmm. um, I never really had any moments of like stepping on the scale. And I- I'm not the type of person to like step on the scale. I've rarely done it my entire life. And mm-hmm. um. I just don't really care about my weight because I've learned like weight doesn't actually matter. I I tell myself this all the time to like make myself feel better. My weight is only my gravitational pull to the earth. Like that is it. (laughs) It's just gravity pulling me to the earth. Yeah. That makes (laughs) me feel better. (laughs) Literally just my gravitational pull. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Anyways, I don't know if that's actually like facts, but to me it's facts and it makes me feel better. So (laughs) anyways, uh, so I didn't really deal with the weight part. I remember... Um, I actually enjoyed getting bigger in my belly um, because before pregnancy, I was so like bloated. I have IBS and so I'm constantly bloated and like 
all of this stuff. And for once, it felt like I wasn't bloated. Like I actually had a reason that my belly was big. So I wasn't so insecure about like my belly. I was like, woohoo, I can like, I could have done this when I was bloated, but now I actually have like <laughs> have a, a baby in there. Yeah, I have a reason to hold my belly and show it off. Like <laughs> it's not just the bloat. Um, and so I enjoyed getting bigger for the most part. And I never really had a moment of like, oh my gosh, like I'm gaining so much weight. But I do remember one day I like, I think I took a bath or a shower and it was a really hot one. I got out of the shower and uh, I saw, and this was, this was early on. This was like when I was probably 20 weeks. Um, I got out of the shower and I saw like little red marks all over my belly. And like, I expected to get stretch marks. I fully expected it because my mom has them. It's known to be like hereditary. I just, I fully expected it, but I didn't expect it that early. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting out of the shower and be like, oh my gosh, look at all these lines on my belly. And I had like a little miniature panic, panic attack. And I like went and I like bawled my eyes out to my husband. And I was like, mm-hmm. I knew this was going to happen, but like I did, I like, it, it's just like, it hits you in the face and you're like, oh my gosh, like my body's about to be so different and even if it's not like bigger or it's not like what you expected like it is different and for your like mind to shift like it's really hard and so um I remember like after that it it wasn't even stretch marks yet it was just like from where the water was so hot it was starting to show (laughs) where I might have yeah exactly yeah and uh so Anyways, it wasn't even stretch marks, stretch marks, but I did have a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, this yeah. like my body really is about to change like drastically in so many ways inside and out. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was kind of like more of the direction that I went in. Yeah. But as pregnancy went on, it was like I got more and more in love with my bump because the mm-hmm. bigger the baby gets, like the more excited you are to like yeah. get bigger because it's like you can feel kicks and like it feels more real. It feels less about your body and more about the baby. Yeah, for sure. I I think I had one of those moments too um, (laughs) around like the same time, like 20 something weeks where I just like looked in the mirror and I was like, I was taking a bath. I got out of the bath and like looked in the mirror. Honestly, like we shouldn't have mirrors in our bathroom (laughs) at this point, but I got out of the bathroom or out of the bathtub and I like saw myself and I even took a picture on my phone and just, I remember ripping myself apart that night and being like, Uh, I hate how this looks like oh my gosh and I actually had a moment where I thought I got a stretch mark same thing like it was like a red mark or something and I remember literally it was like one little tiny one on my stomach and I remember being like taking all the cream all the oil and I was like get it off and I was like it's not gonna just go away in my head I knew that but it was like maybe it'll help I don't know and there's not enough cream or oil like your body's gonna do what it's gonna do yeah but I remember in that moment I cried and cried and cried I texted Caitlin my husband came in the bathroom and like by the grace of God and Caitlin and Sean, like I was able to pull myself out of that. And then like Caitlin said, the longer pregnancy went on, um, I really started to get excited and like the my whole mind changed and I truly started being really happy and proud of my body. And I there is rarely any time where I was like, ooh, I hate how this looks or like, ugh, like my, I look so large and in charge. Like I really did it. And honestly, I would even walk around my house in a bathing suit and I would walk around outside and like, you wouldn't catch me doing that right now. But like <laughs> when I was pregnant, I loved doing it. I loved going to the lake, being in a bathing suit. Like I love showing off the bump and I just loved how I, I felt very empowered and beautiful. And like, I was carrying life inside me, you know? Yeah. I felt the exact same way. And like the further I got into pregnancy, it was like, 
more and more things happened that were so physical that like the outside of my body didn't even really matter to me. It was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, my back hurts. Um, <laughs> yeah, and right. then like I like just all mm-hmm. of these many different things. And specifically, I remember in my third trimester, once again, I fully expected stretch marks, but there's a lot of things I didn't fully expect. And we are going to do an episode yes. on like things no one tells you about <laughs> pregnancy because it is ridiculous. The yeah. amount of things that can happen to you in pregnancy that are normal. And you're like Googling like, oh my God, this is normal. Yeah. Um, but one of those things, I'll just go ahead and give you a little you know, tidbit into the episode. I remember developing plantar fasciitis in my third trimester where I literally could not get out of bed and walk on my feet because my feet were in so much pain. And I was like, screw everything else. Like, (laughs) who cares what I look like? I want these freaking feet to be fixed. Like, this is, I can't walk. (laughs) It hurts so bad. But I remember like in that same time frame, I, so like right at 37 weeks, I remember I got my first stretch mark and I was like, Okay, cool. Like I, I just was like, like my mindset changed so much because I was so yeah. excited for Beckett to be here. And so yeah. like, it's just really cool how one, like you go from like this beginning stage of pregnancy and you're like really stressing just because like you, I mean, at that point, it's really hard for people to tell, oh, she's pregnant or like mm-hmm. it would be inappropriate for them to ask or, you know, those kind of things. And so you feel like you're just walking around looking a little chunkier than usual. But then like once your bump gets bigger and the baby's growing, you get to a point where it's very obvious that you're pregnant and you are confident showing it off. Mm -hmm. But then things like stretch marks happen. And like, I guess because I was so prepared and I had that moment at like 20 ish weeks with the whole stretch mark thing, whenever it happened, I was like, you know what, this is okay because I'm going to wear these proud. I'll just call them my tiger stripes Mm -hmm. because this is beautiful. And they're like, it's beautiful in its own way. And it tells the story of like what, I just did like I grew a human in my belly and I'm about to give birth. And I just remember like being like every single time more would show up, I would wake up in the morning and it would take me a second and I'd be like, okay, got more stretch marks, but it's okay because you know what? It's life. I'm a woman. It's going to happen. And not everyone gets stretch marks and that's amazing. I used oil and cream and all of the things the, my literally before I got pregnant, because I was planning to get pregnant. So like Pre-pregnancy, I started using it on my belly and I still got stretch marks and it's okay because it's so beautiful and it's just a picture of like what I got to do and like what God can do through me. And so, um, yeah, so I don't know. It's like you suddenly get this burst of like just empowerment at the end of pregnancy and it's super cool. Yeah, you get this burst of empowerment, but then you're also like... Screw me. I was like, get this baby out. (laughs) I'm so done. Yeah, yeah. I love that you have that mindset and I feel like you still do have that mindset. Um, I, I didn't get stretch marks like on my stomach or anything. I actually didn't get stretch marks until after, um, I had Keegan and it was there on my boobs. So like right after, or I guess like pumping and breastfeeding and stuff, Keegan literally quite literally wrecking my boobs. I have stretch marks on my boobs and I remember getting them. And honestly, I could have cared less. Like, Mm -hmm. you would have thought pre-pregnancy, if that would have happened, I probably would have freaked out. Mm -hmm. But now, like, I honestly don't even think about it. I really haven't even thought about it. And when I was writing this episode, I was like, you know, I do have, like, a lot of stretch marks on my boobs. And, like, I I don't care, you know. Like, it gave him life, you know. But then um, I think it's just hard because we live in a world and we have such a culture of like, you have got to bounce back after having a baby. Um, 
I'm not saying that you have to, but I'm saying that's what our culture yeah. really implies. Like it is glorified to look like you didn't have a baby right after you had a baby. And like, what? <laughs> yeah. And that's like comments I get often. It's like, yeah, I can't even tell. Oh my gosh, you had a baby six months ago, eight months ago, nine months ago. Yeah. Like, I can't even tell. And it's it's such a sweet compliment from strangers for sure. Yeah. But it's when it comes from those close friends that they're like, oh, I just know you're going to bounce back and like all these things. It's, yeah. it's like... I don't know. So much it's pressure. so toxic yeah. and it is so much pressure. And it's yeah. something that should not absolutely freaking lutely should not be expected of new moms because it puts like it takes your mindset from, oh, I just had a baby to, oh, crap, what do I look like after just having a baby? Yeah. And that should absolutely not even be like in your mind right. for I don't, even up to like a year after having a baby. Yeah. Like that should not be what's in your mind in your brain because of what other people have said. No. And I remember getting that comment so much to the point where when I didn't get that comment, I remember being like, oh my gosh, do I look like I had a baby like now? Like at like nine months postpartum, I was just like, I mean, it's almost been a year and like nobody really says that anymore because it has almost been a year. But like me not getting the comment on a daily basis, like I used to, like, yeah, you don't even look like you had a baby. I remember being like, oh my gosh, like, do I look terrible? Have I gained weight? Like, do I look like I've had a baby? And like, who cares? You yeah. Know? Like we should, we had a baby, you know, like yeah. we, we literally carried a baby for nine months, birthed a baby and like our bodies are going to represent that. And that's okay. But I feel like we just live in such a culture where, it's so glorified to look like you push out a baby and then boom, you are perfect. You're back to your pre-baby weight. You're back to the way you looked before baby. And like, yeah, that should be, you should be proud of that. That's such an accomplishment. But I remember right after I had Keegan um, thinking one time, like, oh my gosh, okay, like, what do I look like? And for me, Right after, I don't know how you felt, but I know, right, for me, like, right, I remember being in the hospital and looking at myself, and I really kind of shrunk down really quickly. Like, after I had him, I mean, after, like, two days, I shrunk down very quickly, and I also had a lot of water retention when I was pregnant, Yeah, and so, like, I lost a lot of that, and so I looked very different. My face looked different. My whole body looked different, not just my stomach. Like, I looked very different, so I shrunk down really quickly. But I remember looking at myself in the mirror and being like, okay, yes, I look very much smaller than I was. But, like, why don't I look the same as I did before I had or before I got pregnant? And then I remember thinking, like, it started to rob my joy of me having Keegan and trying to, like, be so intentional and present in those moments because I was getting robbed of that joy by thinking about, Okay, so in six weeks, I can start working out and like, I'll be fine. Like, I just got to get six weeks with looking like my body looking like this. And then I can work out and I can just do all these things to make myself look how I want to look. And I kept robbing myself of this joy of just birthing this new sweet little baby. Yeah. For me, I I do remember having that moment in the hospital. I didn't shrink down in the hospital, but I remember like holding Beckett and looking in the mirror and like taking a selfie and being like, dang, I look good. Yeah. And I still had like a decent sized bump because it was like the next day. And I remember being like, dang, Caitlin, like you look good as a mama. And then Um, whenever I got home within like two weeks, it was probably less than that. I don't really remember. It was all a blur, but I do remember I shrunk down 
two smaller than I was Same. pre-pregnancy. Um, and I'm talking like no butt. Same. No nothing. Like I'm <laughs> talking like pregnancy, like Beckett stole my butt. And I remember people telling me that during pregnancy. And when I shrunk down, I looked like a bean pole. Like I had, it looked like I had zero curves in the mirror if I turned sideways. Cause yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I lost my belly and I also lost my butt. So like, I'm just yeah. like a straight stick. Yeah. And so Anyways, so that happened and um, I shrunk down really quickly. I wasn't really paying much attention necessarily to like my belly or anything. Um, I remember for me, like I had a C-section, so I didn't really have the time to focus on that because a lot of what I was doing was fighting the physical abdomen pain that I had. And Mm -hmm. um, I remember... About a week after I had Beckett, I started wearing one of those belly bands. Um, I didn't wear it necessarily for like trying to get skinnier, but I wore it because I had a C-section and it's really common Mm -hmm. for C-section mamas to wear a belly band to like kind of push everything back together because they cut you in so many places. And so um, I remember wearing that belly band and when I wore it, it was like everything suddenly felt tight again Mm -hmm. and then when I would take it off it would just kind of feel like everything was really loose and I was like okay well you know this is kind of weird but as far as like looking in the mirror for me at first like everything was good for about three months I was like that size and slowly started getting my butt back (laughs) just from like not being pregnant anymore and like you know eating normal food and Mm -hmm. whatever um but I do remember as that time went on about three or four months it was around like Christmas time uh, three or four months into postpartum, I started like slowly like gaining weight, which was not a big deal to me. I wasn't really paying that much attention. But by the time the holidays were gone and it was January, I like remember weighing myself and I'd actually gained like 10 pounds. And so I was like, okay, um, how do I feel about this? Because I'm very much like a mindset kind of person and I'm really good at talking myself down. Like I've just always been really good at like changing my mindset really quickly and like being able to be positive and like almost like encourage myself. And so I never really stay in like a negative mindset about things. But specifically, I remember Mm -hmm. in that moment of like weighing myself, I was like, okay, so how do I feel about this? And I was Mm -hmm. like, this sucks. But I was like, you know what? I'm wider, like naturally. Like I remember looking down in the shower and I was like, something looks different. Like not much about my body changed because like I said, a lot of the changes happened when I was in college. But as far as like the hips being wider, I looked down and I was like, something's different. Like something looks weird. And it was definitely that I was wider. And I was Mm -hmm. like, you know what? I'm wider. And so that means that I have more mass. So like I'm taking up more space. So maybe it's just normal that I weigh (laughs) 10 pounds more. I literally am like the queen. I like the justification. Okay. I'm the queen of justifying things. Like no joke. Like when it comes to any, uh, everything, (laughs) I'm like the queen of justifying everything and like seeing both sides and like Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And so I remember doing that and I was like, you know what? Like, this is not something that should be important to me right now. And I legit just did my best to like try to focus on Beckett. And um, I will say whenever uh, it started getting warmer, I started having a little (laughs) bit more of like a hard mindset kind of issue because um, because I'm a wider person now, um, I cannot fit into most of my clothes. It's not because like I am necessarily like bigger all over. It's just my hips are wider. And so I used to buy size small and everything, even though Mm -hmm. I, I mean, size small, medium, something like that. Um, but 
now it's like I'll put on a medium and like my specifically the uh, jumpsuits, mm-hmm. none of my jumpsuits fit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no. And I remember one day me and Hunter were getting ready for something to go somewhere. And I was like, I have no clothes. It's like nothing fits me. And I just had like a yeah. breakdown because it was like it's like a constant battle of, mm-hmm. oh, I feel really good about my body. Like I had a baby, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And then you go to your closet and <laughs> nothing fits you. And like, it just, it hurts. It hurts your heart really bad because it's like, dang, I need to buy all new clothes. And like, I don't know how to shop for my body anymore. And like all these, I I went shopping five times, I think, and didn't buy anything because every time I tried something on, it didn't fit me the way it did before. And I was like, I don't know how to shop now that I'm a mom. Like Mm -hmm. I, and it was so disappointing because like now all of a sudden I have to, I have to shop differently. It's like so many things change and Mm -hmm. Like, I can love my body until I try to step into something that, like, doesn't fit properly. And I'm not talking, like, something that I know is going to be way too small for me. I'm talking, like, I look at something, I'm like, oh, that's going to fit. And then I put it on and it's, like, doesn't fit properly. <laughs> so, anyways, I that's something that I've been struggling with over the last couple of months. So, yeah. I mean, you kind of started hitting the nail on the head when you were talking about getting warmer outside. Um because obviously, like, who's going to wear long sleeve and jeans in the summer? Yep. <laughs> so it kind of, like, forces us to um, really kind of accept, really put our money where our mouth is. And, like, <laughs> yeah, we can preach this all day long. But, like, do we really believe it? And yeah. I know um, it's – we're recording this in May, and which means it's almost summer. Pools are about to open in, like, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means, like, we're about to be in a bathing suit. And honestly, oh, I have a lot. I have a lot that I could. I'm just terrified. Honestly, I tried on. I know I texted you. I like had some time to kill before a session one day, and so I had Keegan with me, and I was like, "We're going to the mall. We go to the mall." And I was like, "We're gonna try on bathing suits." Don't know why that I did this like two months ago, and I renew in my head. I was like, "This is a terrible idea." I even texted Kayla, and I was like, "I'm doing something really toxic, I think." And I tried on these bathing suits, and I just remember looking at myself, and I don't think I necessarily looked bad. I just remember being like, "I look different." And I came home that day, and I really talked to Sean about it, and I kept saying, "Like, I look so different. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how I feel about this summer." Um, and we have a boat and so we're always on the water, which means <laughs> God, <Amen. laughs> gotta have a bathing suit on. And I don't know. I just was like, I don't know how I feel about my body. And he's been so good since I was like forever, but really when I got pregnant and even now, um, he's so gentle with his words when it comes to my body, not because he's trying to tiptoe around them or like around me when it comes to how I feel about my body, but he really listens and understands that like, you know, I probably have gone through a major like mind shift when it comes to my body because it looks different. And he is very gentle and like complimenting my body and he compliments it very, very well. But I remember that night when I tried on bathing suits and I, did, I wasn't really like, I was just like, I just look so different. And I don't know how I feel about that. And I remember him being like, Maddie, you're going to look different. Yeah. And like, that's okay. And I love you for how you look. And I, and he kept saying like, 
you look amazing. He always tells me like, you look so good, Maddie. And I'm like, okay, well, thank you. But I have to believe that. But he would always, like, he always tells me that. And he was telling me that night, he was like, you need to be proud of your body because one, you look so good. But two, you carried Keegan. And like he, if you look at him, like you literally gave him life. Like you sustained his life after he was born and you gave him life. And he was like, that is a complete representation of like how you should be proud of your body. Absolutely. And so I think that our husbands or like people in our life, they can speak a lot or their words hold a lot of weight. Yeah, definitely. Um, with how we feel about our body too. Absolutely. Hunter's really good about that too. And uh, it's just like a whole mindset thing. And I've learned that like over the years with your body, like you're going to go through waves of, mm-hmm. God, my body's just different. Or you might even look at yourself and say, I hate my body. But there are so many reasons why you should not hate your body and why you should appreciate what it does. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell myself this daily. I know Maddie has to tell herself this daily. Mm-hmm. And there are there are just so many things that we can continue to like tell ourselves to remain in that mindset of, you know, I gave this baby life. I carried him for nine months and nine months is a long time. And like getting that body back is not something that I have to do. Like you're never going to have your teenage 18 year old body that Mm -hmm. you had. And even if you don't want that body, because maybe you, that's not your ideal body, regardless, you're never gonna like get to where you want to be and be fully happy because you're probably always going to want more than mm-hmm. what you can get. And so, um, the Lord has changed our hearts mm-hmm. over the years, um, in different ways and different seasons. And there are so many things that we just want to leave you with. Um, if you're going through this or if you haven't been through this and you're preparing to go through it, I have a friend right now who she's going through pregnancy and she has said something like, I just like getting bigger is so hard. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I've obviously like spoke some life into her of how my experience went, but, um, everyone's different, but regardless of like what your story looks like, there are things that you can use that are truths that the Lord has placed in us and that are going to make you feel better as you like walk through this journey. So we're just going to leave you with a few things that we believe um, will truly encourage you in this season. So yeah, the Lord has been changing our hearts. But in saying that, I want you to know when we say all of this stuff, doesn't it does not mean that we're still like not insecure about yeah. this stuff. We're still working through these things. It's just we're really trying to like listen in on what the Lord has to say about our bodies and focusing more on that than how to fix stretch marks, wider hips, yeah, not as tight of skin. Um, And so anyways, I saw this thing on Instagram and I put it in here because I was like, heck to the yes. Um, It says um, we have that like May 1st panic set in and um, where we feel like we need to hurry up and get into shape before like pools open and it gets warm enough to be outside and shorts and tank tops and bathing suits and all the things. And I saw this on Instagram and it says, we're deciding to let all of that go this summer. Um, we're going to have peaceful girl summer, healthy girl summer, eat what you want to if you want to summer, buy a size up if you need to summer. I burst a baby summer and heck to the yes. Like those are some <laughs> things I'm like, 
heck yeah. Okay, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. Instead of being like, no, I'm just going to sit out of this pool day today. And the reason you're sitting out is because you don't want to get in that bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Or you're not going to eat that food because you know you're having a pool day the next day. Right. Or you're um, like, dang, I I don't want to buy that size up because like I'm, I'm normally a medium, but like I'm not buying that large because, oh my gosh, it's a large. Like buy the dang size because one, it'll look better on you. Mm-hmm. But two, who cares? Yeah. Like you've birthed a baby and you're anything that we say, like remember that like you – births a human being. You have the freedom to do what you want. Buy that size up bathing suit. Have fun this summer. And I don't know, don't let it rob like your joy. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say, I bought size 10 shorts a few weeks ago and I bought, I think I bought extra large bottoms and a, well, I'm small up top. So I think I bought like a medium top, but, (laughs) but like extra large bottoms. I've never in my life had to buy extra large. And I'm telling you that because I want you to know that from Instagram or whatever you see me on, if you see me in person, you would probably look at me and say, Oh, she's probably just like a medium or something like that. And that to say that like whatever size you're buying, no one cares. No one is looking at no. you and thinking like, oh my gosh, she's a size large or oh my gosh, like I bet she had to go up three sizes. Like no one actually really knows or cares. And like, yeah. you might think you're bloated from eating that meal. But like when people look at you straight on, they don't see what you see when you look down. Mm-hmm. And so there are so many like things that you see on your body that Mm -hmm. other people just don't pay attention to. They don't see because they're too worried about themselves. And so it's so important to remember that like, you just need to, you need to nurture your body. Yes. And you need to not starve yourself and you need to buy the size up because it's good for your mental health. And you need to do all the things that are going to be like joyful and bring you positive things when you put on clothes or when you put on your bathing suit instead of, um, not eating the meal and buying the smaller size to hope that you fit and squeeze it on and not be able to (laughs) breathe or whatever. And so that's really important. Secondly, remember that what you fill your mind with will dictate what you think and believe. And this is something that I feel so strongly about the things that you read, the things that you watch on TV, the podcast you listen to, the people you follow on Instagram, Mm -hmm. the people you are friends with on Facebook, like Every single thing that you take in, whether it's mm-hmm. by listening, reading, looking at, whatever, that dictates the way that your brain thinks. And so that's mm-hmm. why I feel so strongly about I know people, they knock on like self-help type books and podcasts and stuff like that. But it has helped me. Like this is why I'm so strong in my mindset the way that I am because I've mm-hmm. listened to so many things that have positively encouraged the way that I think about not just my body, but everything. Mm-hmm. And so whenever you're watching like crap like let me just throw this out there because I don't I doubt any of you actually watch this but like say you watch America's Next Top Model like that's probably not going to give you the best body image of yourself because you got models walking down the (laughs) runway like but just in general like whatever you may watch that's going to dictate what you think about yourself Mm -hmm. and the comparison game will start for sure Um, that's really good what you fill your mind with is seriously what you're going to believe Um, and then This is something that the Lord is really trying to teach me right now. Um, And that is that when I dive into a more intimate relationship with him and I see his heart, it changes the way I view my body. Instead of focusing on my stomach not being as tight as it used to be or um, focusing on my hips being wider or stretch marks on my boobs, like 
I'm focusing on this intimate relationship with Jesus and what he says about my body. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And just remember, like, you are called to be that baby's mama. And it's such an important job. And the work you do is holy. And that's so much bigger than what you see in the mirror. God doesn't call us to wake up every day and look at yourself in the mirror and critique yourself and make sure you look like Mm -hmm. a size two model Mm -hmm. from Hollywood. No, like he doesn't say anything about your body other than it's a masterpiece that was created for way more than what you could even imagine. And so it's so important. So we just want to encourage you walk into the summer season with so much joy. Like don't let the hard things get in the way. Have joy for wearing the bathing suit, not missing out on moments because fear is holding you back. Seriously, do not let the fear of what other people think or even what you think about yourself or whatever, don't let it get in the way. Yeah, so true. And also like our babies don't care what we look like. No, absolutely not. I know Keegan's not at 11 months old being like, my mama's got wide hips. <laughs> like, no, he loves me but also he longs for connection with me yeah and so instead of not wanting to go out on on those pool days or on the lake because of my insecurities that means nothing to him but me like spending time with him and like taking him to the pool and like going to the lake and getting in that bathing suit and not missing out on moments like that's going to be the memories he remembers so absolutely don't let it steal you of your joy and talk to yourself in ways that speak life and not death Say things about your body that don't tear you apart. Don't sit there in front of the mirror like Kayla and I are both guilty of and ripping apart our bodies and saying like, ew, like I don't like that. I don't like that. I want to fix that. That needs to go. Like talk to your body in a way of like, okay, like, yeah, I have wider hips, but like I have a baby because of that. Absolutely. And in a culture that like literally screams Mm -hmm. from the rooftops, bounce back. We need to offer our bodies grace, us included, because even though like we're telling you about this, like, you know, we see the same things every day. We live in a world that glorifies women and what they look like and whether or not like they look like they had a baby or whatever. But we need to have grace because Jesus has given us that grace first. And we need to show our bodies grace because we just did something so hard that like, (laughs) I mean, only women can do. And that is so cool that God created us that way. And, Mm -hmm. you know, when we start viewing ourselves and our bodies, the way that he views our bodies, we can find a lot of freedom in that and just the way that he created us. Yes, that's so good. And God accepts you as you are. Um, In his eyes, you are a masterpiece, like Caitlin said. And You're beautiful, radiant, loved, you're beloved, valuable, and made in his image. And like, why can't that be enough? And so um, your stretch marks and more specifically your body after birth tells a story. That's part of your testimony. And what it looks like does not matter. And I know Caitlin has said this previously in this episode. It's how you nurture it and use it to tell the miraculously miraculous story that you've endured. It's your testimony. Um. And so in closing, like there is time to revel in the beauty of what God can do through you. And that time is now. Absolutely. And just remember, you are walking around and your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And you are to take care of it. You are to nurture it. And that does mean like you Mm -hmm. shouldn't always just be like 
binge eating chocolate. Like I have issues with and things like that. But at the same time, like don't talk your talk about yourself and talk to yourself so negatively that you feel like you like can't have the chocolate or whatever. You have to just remember that your body is something that you're supposed to nourish, nurture, take care of because it is the temple of God and it has so much bigger purpose. And so we just want to leave you with a verse. It's a really freaking good one. And it's Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. And that speaks volumes that our bodies are not just about the way that we look or the way that we like perceive them. It's all about what our bodies can do as we walk through our life and walk in our calling for his purpose Mm -hmm. on this earth. And so we just want to encourage you. We hope that this episode filled you with some joy today. Um, Mm -hmm. We love you guys. And we want you to know like we, every single day, we are not perfect and we are walking through this and Every single day we have to wake up and make that decision to love our bodies for who God made us to be and mm-hmm. also use them for his purpose. And so mm-hmm. we just want you to know that we love you and we're so proud of you and um, you, you're doing holy work being a mama. And so um, to close, like if you have any prayer requests, if this is something that you struggle with, please go to our website. We have a prayer box on our website. We love hearing your prayers and just praying over you mm-hmm. um, and just having people to pray over in this community is seriously a blessing mm-hmm. to have people surrounded by you and just praying for you. And um, also go join our Facebook Facebook group um, so that you can build community. Um, And, you know, we launch new episodes every Wednesday. So we will be here next Wednesday. Come back and hang out with us. We love you guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye. We had so much fun getting to hang out with you today, and we hope that you're feeling encouraged, loved, and full of purpose. If you've enjoyed today's podcast episode, we would absolutely love it if you would write us a review so that we can hear how we encouraged you. And if you haven't subscribed, go do that right now. Also, you can join the sisterhood by finding us on Instagram at The Refined Sisterhood. Okay, friend, we hope you have the best week, and we will see you in the next episode.